Welcome to the Superpowers for Good Show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and I am excited today. We've got uh, Dr. Bertrude Albert here with us. She is the, the founder of a great organization supporting uh, training teachers in Haiti. And boy, uh, there isn't a more challenging situation in the Northern Hemisphere, or the Western Hemisphere, than, uh, than Haiti is experiencing today. And so I am just excited and thrilled to profile the work that uh, Bertrude is doing. Uh, so stick around, you do not want to miss this episode. Uh, Bertrude, welcome. We're thrilled to have you. Oh, thank you so much, Devin. I'm so happy and excited to be here with you and with everyone who is listening. Well, we, we are excited to, to see you here. and. Uh, tell us a little bit about the context in which okay. you are working. What motivates your work in Haiti? Definitely. So we, as you mentioned, we are working in Haiti. Um, and the context is certainly a challenging one. Um, as I mentioned to you in, as we were talking before, even the show, I feel like working in Haiti is the most challenging yet most rewarding part of my life because I get to be working in a context where Haiti is the first free Black Republic in the world. Haiti is the first nation to be uh, established in Latin America and the Caribbean. Haiti is the nation, the only nation to be formed because of a successful slave revolt. And so I'm working within a context that is so powerful, that is so inspiring. And the Haitian people of today are deeply connected to their glorious past. So I get to be working in this context, being working with the people that are so proud of who they are and where they come from. And yet at the same time, I'm working in a context where economically, um, my people, because I was born in Haiti, born in Capetian, my people are struggling. Haiti has the title, which I don't really like to flaunt this, this title. And I think that um, there's more to Haiti than the economic poverty. But Haiti does have this title of the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. And that's because of the economic challenges that my people face. Um, the average Haitian um, research shows lives off of two, three dollars, US dollars a day. And so there is a very real challenge that my people are facing on a daily basis economically. And um, I, 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 again, I feel like I'm living in the balance of these two extremes, uh, extreme social injustice and extreme um, economic poverty. And yet at the same time, there's a richness in history. There's, there's a wealth in culture and um, in natural resources. Um, it's a really interesting context to be in, Devin. It, it, you know, Haiti is just a beautiful beautiful country and wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, I'm no expert, but I've been a few times and uh, I just love Haiti. I'm looking forward to getting back there, but it does have challenges. And uh, you work on training teachers. Tell us a little bit about why you think teachers need training. What are the dynamics there within the educational Ooh. system that there, where there's a gap that you're filling? Definitely. So in Haiti, 80% of teachers, eight out of 10, are not qualified to be teaching according to USAID. Um, 80%, the vast majority of teachers haven't been trained, um, haven't gone through teacher um, school, uh, l'école normale, which would be um, 
teacher school, and that directly impacts the students. Because in Haiti, 60% of students, six out of 10, are dropping out before they finish elementary school. And so, um, of course, there are other factors that impact the dropout rate of students, the high dropout rate of students. But at the end of the day, research shows that the indicator that has the greatest impact on the success of a student, it's not the social economic status of the student. It's not uh, the, um, the background of the student. It's not where the student comes from. The greatest impact on a student will be the teacher, how the teacher is able to meet the student where they are and is able to support and accompany the student on their journey to success. And so we as a nonprofit, our, 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 our uh, tagline is, we are training teachers to transform Haiti. And we believe that as we train teachers, they're gonna better accompany the students. And as we invest in the teachers, we're investing in the students. And as we invest in these students, they are gonna be empowered to change the trajectory of where Haiti is and where Haiti is going. They are gonna develop critical thinking, collaboration. They're gonna be able to um, develop their curiosity um, in a way that is going to help Haiti move forward. Well, this is such such incredibly important work, and I'm so grateful for all that you're doing. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the organization. Yes. Um, and you've got 50 full-time staff. I mean, this is a big organization. It is. Actually globally recognized as a leader in this work. Tell us about it. Definitely. So um, as of today, we have uh, over 50 full-time staff, and we are based in the northern part of Haiti, a city called Cap Haitian. That's actually the city where I was born. Fun fact, our office is about a quarter mile uh, away from the house that I was born in, in Cap Haitian. So it's like a full circle for me. Um, so we've got 50 full-time staff members in the North, but even though our headquarters is in the North, our staff actually work in all 10 of Haiti's departments. We travel, um, throughout the entire nation of Haiti, training teachers, we train teachers, school directors, we train parents and community leaders, every important stakeholder within the educational ecosystem of Haiti, we are training and accompanying. Um, and so... Our vision, our, our vision is to ensure that every single teacher in Haiti has access to quality professional development. We want to see them developing their skills so that they are better empowered to work with the students. Well, it, it is just great work that you're doing. And Thank you. Did I read right that you have trained now 9,000 teachers around the country? Isn't that wild? We've trained nine over 9,000 teachers across all 10 of Haiti's departments. And actually last year, October of last year, P4H was recognized by UNESCO, the United Nations Education Scientific Organization. Um, and they flew me and the other co-founder out, Dr. Priscilla Zelaya. We flew out to, to the UNESCO headquarters in Paris and uh, we were able to present our work as an organization because we won a global competition um, and this global competition 
aims to recognize um, the most effective teacher training organizations across the world. And so in this competition, various nations entered into the competition. And for the first time in Haitian history, um, a Haiti organization won, and that was my organization. So that was a really validating moment. It showed us that even though we're a group of 50 young, passionate um, world changers, and there are organizations that have been existing for years and years. We've been in existence for 15 years. There are some organizations that entered that were in existence for 50, 60, 70 years, but P4H was selected. Like We were honored and recognized and celebrated on a global stage. And that really affirms the fact that what we are doing in Haiti it's research-based, it's having an impact, and the whole world is able to see that Haiti will rise through education. That, that is wonderful. I wonder if you can give us a bit more detail yes. about the program itself. Help us understand the curriculum, the, the, the training materials, and, and how you take teachers from less qualified to more qualified. It seems like such a huge gap to fill with even 50 uh, teachers in a in the entire country. It's a big, big job. <laughs> it is. It is. And so the program, thank you for that question, Devin. The program, it begins uh, with uh, a recruitment of schools, or typically it's actually organizations that ask us to come train teachers. For example, we work with the Ministry of Education. We're the professional development providers for the North and the Northeast Department. Uh, we work with organizations like World Bank, uh, I'm sorry, Inter-American Development Bank, um, World Vision, um, Food for the Poor, Hope for Haiti. So these organizations will recruit us to say, hey, we have a network of 20, 30, 40 schools. We want you to train them. We start off by going to each of the schools that we're going to work in and we do a 360 diagnostic. And in this diagnostic, we're trying to understand um, pedagogy. We observe the teachers. How are they teaching we look at the infrastructure of the school. We look at the materials. We do an analysis of the test scores for the past three years. It's a full diagnostic to understand where these schools are starting. And this gives us baseline data. From there, we enter into training. We train the teachers, school directors, and the parents and community leaders. Um, and we are able to use the information from the diagnostic to kind of um, help us navigate through how to reach these um, teachers and um, these people within the educational um, um, ecosystem. But the, the sweet sauce of P4H, it happens after the training, even though the trainings, I got to tell you, Devin, these trainings are so exciting. They're filled with songs. Um, chants, dancing. I mean, if you think I'm lively, you've got to see some P4H coaches um, on the stage as they are, are facilitating these trainings. But the exciting moment doesn't happen in these trainings. It happens after the training, because after the training, there is where we start our distance coaching. As I mentioned, we uh, have trained thousands of teachers across the nation in all 10 of Haiti's departments. And so our coaches, even if they're in the North, when we're done with the training, 
They're able to use low-grade technology, WhatsApp, in order to send weekly encouragements, weekly reminders, reinforcing them, uh, the teachers, what we taught them during the training. We're able to send them messages and saying, hey, teacher in the South Department, I'm not able to go to your school this week. Send me a video of you using this specific strategy, and I'm going to give you detailed feedback on using the strategy. We're able to use the telephone in order to call each teacher every month to find out personally how they're doing, but then also how are they doing with classroom management and um, how are they doing advancing on the SMART goals that the teachers have set out for themselves. So the distance coaching is really, really key to the success of our program. But what puts the icing on the cake, the cherry on top, is that every single teacher that goes through our program receives an in-classroom visit from a P4H coach coach one month after our training. We go inside of the classroom and we're able to do a two-day observation. The first day we're able to observe and see how they're using the strategies. We really focus on practical strategies, not just theories that stay up in the air, but practical strategies they can use Monday morning in their classrooms. We go and we observe those strategies. And after the first day of observation, it can last about 30 to 45 minutes. We sit down with the teacher, we give feedback. We say, what are your thoughts? Do you agree with what we observed? Once we're on the same page, we say tomorrow we're coming back inside of the classroom and we want you to use the same exact strategy, but this time I'm going to co-teach. I'm going to be right next to you so that if you use the strategy uh, uh, and there's an opportunity to improve, we're going to be able to jump right in and help you. And I've got to tell you, Devin, the fact that we accompany these teachers in the classroom, in real time, that enables these teachers to see these practical strategies and use these strategies even when we're not in the classroom. And this continues on for the whole year. Um, the, the distance coaching continues on for the, the rest of the year. At the end of the year, we do an observe, uh, we do a, an evaluation to see how the teachers have progressed. There are several indicators that we observe, like pretest, post-test scores, um, uh, observation um, scores, um, several different indicators. And over the course of three years, we're able to see how these teachers are progressing. Even when they progress and dip and progress a little bit, we're trying to see overall over those three years, um, what is the journey of these teachers? And we've seen incredible, incredible advancements of these teachers through this accompaniment. This is just, just brilliant. Uh, and I congratulate you. This is, this is not casual coaching, right? This is no. serious. This is impressive. Impressive. I am so you, impressed. I, I'm just, I'm blown away. Um, this is wonderful. Listen, everybody, we're here with uh, Dr. Betrude Albert, and she is the uh, founder of Co4H or P4H uh, in Haiti. She's doing amazing work. Stick around. When we come back from these messages in just a minute, uh, she, we're going to talk to her about her superpowers. Don't miss the opportunity to hear from crowdfunding luminary Sherwood Neese of Crowdfund Capital Advisors at the next Super Crowd Hour webinar on October 18th at 1 Eastern. Woody will share the implications of reaching the $2 billion funding milestone in the regulation crowdfunding market. Register today at thesupercrowd.com. Want to learn from the world's great changemakers? Find your superpower. Subscribe to the Superpowers for Good newsletter at superpowersforgood.com. Make your strengths into superpowers that will change the world. Join the super crowd today. 
superpowers4good.com. of Own Your Wellness, and you can watch my show on Mondays and Thursdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific on Achieve TV right here on E360 TV. Remember, there's more to health and wellness than broccoli and burpees. Welcome back, everyone. We're thrilled to have you here and, and uh, excited that today we have with us Dr. Bertrude Albert. She is the founder of P4H in Haiti, helping teachers become better yes. at, at educating the students in Haiti. We're just thrilled to have her. Uh, Bertrude, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, you have accomplished so much. I mean, this work that you're doing, this is, you are changing an entire country mm. and, and you're, you're leaning in to the, some of the biggest challenges there are, uh, in our hemisphere and you're making a tremendous difference recognized around the world for the work that you're doing tell us what do you see as your superpower hmm. uh, i believe my superpower is found within the context of people around me. It's found within the people that I surround myself around. And I'll, I'll give you a quick example, actually, of that. I think that one of the highlights for me as a leader, as a change maker, is being able to see not only can me, Dr. Bertrude Albert, um, have an impact on Haiti, but turning around and seeing that those around me are having an impact and those around me are reaching new levels. Uh, about a year ago, I um, experienced something really powerful. Um, when I started with P4H, I was the best trainer that P4H had. I'm telling you, I was dynamic. I was excitable. I just like, people gravitated, the teachers in Haiti gravitated towards me. Uh, and I mean, it's not, too humble of me saying this, but I'm, I'm going to get somewhere with the story. Um, I recruited, um, we started recruiting um, Haitian teachers because we said, if we want Haiti to change, it can't be just me as a diaspora. It needs to be Haitians transforming Haiti. One of the, the leaders that I recruited, his name was Laurent. And I could tell that Laurent, he had it in him to be better than me. He just, he projects so tremendously. He's a tall, broad man. Like he is a, 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 just an incredible speaker. Um, and his physical stature is, is really, it's, it's commanding. And so I sat down with Laurent one day and I said, Laurent, let me tell you something. Everybody knows that teachers, they gravitate towards me, but you have it in you to be even greater than me. Do you want to work with me to see like how we can really develop your skills? He said, he said, Dr. B, let's go. Let's do it. After a couple of months, we're starting to see that the attention really starts to go to Logan. Teachers are gravitating towards him. Teachers are wanting, asking where Logan is, and he's getting the, the crowd to laugh. What he has even above me is that he's the, I speak Haitian Creole, but he speaks it like a native since I left when I was younger. And so Logan, at one point, he becomes the best trainer that P for H has. Like everybody knows that Logan is number one. And I'm feeling really proud because I'm saying, you know what, as a leader, 
my strength is found within the people around me and he's he's better than me. But this reaches another level about a year ago when um, Laurent, we start to do another ground of recruitment and Laurent and I, we noticed that there's this guy named Wisno who is incredible. He's just naturally funny, an incredible leader. So without me knowing, Laurent goes to Wisno and Laurent says, hey, Wisno, it looks like you can be a better trainer than me. Like, I want to work with you. Are you down for working with me and 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 seeing like how we could develop? I think that after a little bit of time, you can grow to be the best trainer that P4H has. has. Fast forward a couple of months, um, about six, seven months. And lo and behold, Logan becomes like a showstopper greater than I ever was, greater than we snow is. And Lola is like the strength of P4H. And so one night we're reflecting after uh, an incredible day of training where Logan really, he stole the show. And as we're reflecting, Logan says in front of all of the trainers, I think we all know that at, at, at one point, Dr. B, she was, she was a, a, the leader within training and she took a step back. And then I came and took her spot. But I want to say today in front of everybody, we snow is the best trainer that P4H has ever had. And then he looks, Logan looks at Wisno, he says, Wisno, now it's your responsibility to go find the next best trainer that P4H has ever had. And for me in that moment, I felt my power as a leader is found within those around me, seeing that they get to reach to their highest potential, especially when their highest potential is higher than I ever reached. I hope that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is so powerful. And I appreciate you sharing that story to demonstrate, illustrate that your use of that superpower. It, it, it really is incredible. And uh, you, you are a wonderfully dynamic person. You haven't lost a thing. Uh, I'm excited to meet Laurent and we snow them now. <laughs> they must be amazing humans. Uh, but uh, as you think about this, uh, can you give us a little bit of insight into how to develop this power of, of building the team around you? Uh, it seems to me that there's a lot of proactive work and it's, it's not the how to be a great presenter that I'm interested in. It's how to build the team, right? How to build the, the people you're working with because not every team is in the presenting business. Yes. How do you build a team like that, uh, as you were describing? Yes, I think that the key is listening. I think it's communicating, listening um, to the team members, because I knew that Laurent could be the best trainer in the world, because as he would speak to me, he would talk to me about his vision for Haiti. He would talk to me about wanting to get better. He would talk to me. And, and as he reached that sweet spot, like you would see him even in his demeanor, even in the, 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 the vocabulary that he was using, his rhetoric, it was just really powerful. And so I knew that I would be able to invest in Wisno because he basically shared with me his desires. And um, so to get back to the point, I think that it's all about listening to your team members. It's all about realizing that their circumstances don't determine their potential. It's about realizing that they have an untapped potential that will 
blow your mind that will reach levels that even you can't imagine. They can't imagine. Um, so again, if I could summarize, it's about listening. It's about communicating with your team. And it's about realizing that their potential um, is is unimaginable. It, it could reach levels that you could never even imagine yourself. Oh, that is great. That is great. Now, before we wrap up, I wonder if you would just take a minute and tell people how they can learn more about the great work that you're doing, how they can connect with you personally. And if you would, uh, make sure that people understand how they can donate to support your work. Definitely. I love this question, Devin. Um, to engage with P4H, you can definitely check us out on our website, which is p4hglobal.org. Um, and there you can learn about our organization. You could um, click to donate. Um, but also we're very active on social media, on Instagram and um, Facebook. So go ahead and just look up P4H Global. But my, me, I am also very active. Actually, last year I started a TikTok. Um, as like the young, cool people are into TikTok. Let me see if if Dr. B could get onto TikTok. And to my surprise, um, now a year later, a little a uh, little over a year later, um, I've got over 150,000 people following uh, my TikTok and I'm active on Instagram, started there and I've got over 50,000, 55,000 people following the Instagram. So definitely check me out there every day. I'm posting about Haitian history and Haitian culture uh, and about my work in Haiti. And my handle is just my uh, first name, Bertrude. Fantastic. Well, thank you so, so much. We're so grateful for the chance to, to visit with you, Bertrude, and we're, we're grateful for the great work that you're doing. We wish you every success. Thank you so much, Devin. And thank you all for listening. And an encouragement, Haiti will rise. Even though we see challenges today, have hope because Haiti will rise through education. All right, let's do some good.